Hey y'all, what's poppin'? You're listening to the Off The Mark Podcast with attorney LaCanya Murray, where we like to take real-world examples to explain complicated legal matters that relate to intellectual property. Intellectual property are trademarks, copyrights, patents. We got a good one for you today, so let's get started. There's this game out there that's supposed to be really, it's really popular with like kids and I guess some adults. It's called Fortnite. I have no idea, like I didn't have any idea what it was. Um, so I, I googled it and then I asked my kids, like, kids, are y'all playing Fortnite? And I'm, I didn't think they were because I'm really good about keeping up with what they're playing with. But basically, it's like a free game and you go on there and it's like a virtual reality world, I believe. And what, the way they make their money is they make you buy things. And one of the things they make you buy is popular dances. And so their business model is basically um, bring you in for free and then make you pay for everything else. And those things include dances. They The dances aren't called, like we might know it as the Whip, the Nay Nay, the Superman. But they have it as a different name in the game. And what they don't do is they don't credit the artist who created the dance. And they don't use the song that goes along with it. And that right there has a lot of artists kind of salty about it. I know that on Twitter, who is it? You have Chance the Rapper. And I like Miss Some Chance. I love Miss Some Chance. He's really great. He was like... Fortnite should actually pay, should actually put the songs behind the dance so that, so that basically so the artists can make money. So if they were putting the song behind it, that means they would have to get a license for the song and the artists who they are basically making money off of will get paid too, but they're not doing that. Um, there's another one that says, I don't know who Block Boy JB is. If y'all know who he is, y'all tell me, tell me because I don't know. It says... Every time someone does my dance, they give credit to Fortnite game, but they don't, but they're not creating anything. So the game is basically taking the money and credit for something that's mine. And I feel you on that. Like you created this, you made it popular, which is why it got in the game in the first place. And you're not getting anything out of it. And one of the Twitter users said, well, if Fortnite is out here stealing all the rappers dances, why haven't they touched Soldier Boy moves? And Soldier Boy responded back, because I own my own dance, any copyrights, they got to cut the check. And that really gave me pause. And I was like, that don't sound right, but let me check this out, because this is, what I, this is what I know. I know you can get a copyright for choreograph, but it has to be, it's not just individual dance moves. And I'm going to give you the elements for that. That's lawyer talk. You know, us lawyers, we love some elements. We love being able to say, this has happened, check. This has happened, check, check, check. And making sure all those checks. And make, <laughs> we love some elements. And that's basically what elements are. So, they are looking for rhythmic uh, movements of one or more dance bodies in a defined sequence and defined environment. So you have a, you have dancers and they're moving in a defined sequence. And they're in a, a, like a controlled environment, like a stage. That's element number one. The series of dance movements or patterns are organized. They're organized. They're coherent. They're expressive. You know, they're not just dancing. They have. They're telling a story somewhat. Um, it's going to be presented in front of an audience and performed by skilled individuals. And it's going to be set to musical or textual um, context. Alright, so when you think about something that can protect, be protected, think of the Nutcracker. 
that can be protected and it actually was protected but the copyright on that expired in the united states and i'll tell you this in the united states we didn't recognize it as protectable until i think after 1978 um, but this is what um choreograph copyrights do not protect this is what does not fall under that right they don't protect individual movements or dance steps they don't someone on my instagram page was just like well if this is true then every time an athlete did a little victory dance they'd be able to stop someone it doesn't cover celebratory end zone dances so you know no dances like that it doesn't um cover general exercise routines and it doesn't cover yoga poses and sequences so i think about those people who put in the time to create um athletic exercises excuse me it doesn't cover that now so what that's telling me is that soldier boy doesn't have a copyright to his dance and i actually looked it up like i went to copyright.gov and i was like what is he talking about so i'm searching i'm searching i'm searching he has had copyrights for his music but there is no copyright for his dance and he would not be able to get one even if he tried there is another defense that i was thinking about as i was looking into this story i was thinking about what if instead of copyright maybe he's thinking of maybe right to publicity so with right to publicity what that does is it gives an individual the right to exploit um, and make money off of their name their likeness their image their signature um, or just any aspect of their personality. And I was like, man, that might be a good, a good defense if someone can say, well, this dance is something that people associate with me. Because when people see these dances, they're, they're referring back to Snoop Dogg. They're referring back to Soulja Boy. They're referring back to the, the original creators of the dance. Um, there's some good examples of right to publicity. Vanna White, if you guys um, watch Wheel of Fortune. I used to watch Wheel of Fortune with my grandmother. Um, and Vanna White is the lovely host who comes up and she just like this and she turns the letters as people call out the letters. Well, Samsung, she had to sue Samsung. I think they contacted her and she turned them down and they end up using a, making a commercial with a robot that was basically the Vanna robot. And she sued them saying that you used my likeness, um, and you didn't pay me for it. And she was successful. Right of publicity is becoming even more popular because you think, you know, after Michael Jackson died, they began using holograms of him, and that's his likeness, right? And so now Michael Jackson's estate and the IRS are really fighting over what the value of his right to publicity is. Like, they're trying to figure out how much value, because I read that his estate was valued at like 10000 but when you add this right of publicity on there, meaning the fact that you can, they can charge someone to use his hologram or project his image into a movie or, or a video or something that that brings it up robin williams robin williams who passed away after michael jackson he actually left his right of publicity to a charity meaning that they want to use a hologram of him or they want to shoot him into a video or something or use his voice for anything they have to go through this charity to get their permission and so i think that Rather than talking about having a copyright, they should be looking at um, right of publicity. There's, some, there's a state, Indiana says, that someone can sue for right of publicity if, if, if the infringement happened anywhere in the state. Meaning that if somebody logged in and played the game in Indiana and used one of these dances, I'm thinking that maybe um, 
that I mean that's that's the, there has to be a remedy. You you can't just use someone's likeness, which is what they're doing, and profit from it without giving them any type of compensation. Like they're trying to work their way around the system, and somebody needs to stop them. That's that's that. So the bottom line is, no Soldier Boy does not have a copyright to his dance move, and I think there might be another remedy where he and other artists can. Um, get some type of relief. The other thing we're talking about is Colin, Colin Kaepernick. He, you know, a couple weeks ago, he became the face of Nike's new campaign. And last in the last week, he found a trademark for his face. Um, it has his image and he found an intent to use application. And that intent to use application says that I'm not using this mark now, but I have a bona fide intent to use it in the future. And he used it for things like I mean, goodness, workshops, I think lampshades, lamp clothing, like the list goes on and on and on. So he has, his application will go through the exact same process as someone that was actually using the mark. But what he needs to make sure that he's doing is actually using it as a trademark and not just trying to register his face. My husband had the idea that, excuse me, maybe he was tra trademarking his face so that people would stop putting it on a t-shirt. Well, he didn't have to file for a trademark in order to do that. He can he, he would he would have ground under right of publicity. Um, so what he would need to do is use his face in association with a good or a service. If it's not being associated with a good or a service, it's not a trademark. So I'd be very interested to see what products and services he will come up with using this um, this trademark. All right. So that's what I have. So we had to talk about top top three takeaways um, today. Uh, we will talk about that copyrights do protect choreograph that that does not include individual movements and although the artists might not have a claim for um, copyright infringement they might have a claim for right of publicity okay all right that's all I got for you remember if you found this episode of off the mark informative or educational make sure that you Subscribe to our channel, rate the, the podcast, and invite three of your friends to um, join us for next week's episode. Until then, take care.